The Lord be with you. And also with you. The Word became flesh and dwells among us. Glory to God in the highest, and peace to God's people on earth. Friends near and far, we welcome you to this Sunday service of ordered worship in the nave of Marsh Chapel, Boston University. This Sunday, sing we now of Christmas. Especially today, we are grateful for our musicians, ushers, readers, and those gathered and listening in the virtual congregation on this snowy Sunday. The liturgy, homily, and music are offered in the praise of God for our gathered congregation here at 735 Commonwealth Avenue, for our New England radio audience through WBUR 90.9 FM, and for our internet listenership around the globe live at WBUR.org. Especially this morning, we welcome the meteorologically displaced, those who may be listening for the first time because your own church for one day is snowed in or snowed out. Pull up a chair, hum the hymns by the radio. We are glad you are with us this day. We encourage your written or emailed responses, your prayerful and material support, and as the Spirit moves, your presence with us for worship. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. As we are able, let us stand in the praise of God.
who wonderfully created and yet more wonderfully restored the dignity of human nature, grant that we may share the divine life of him who humbled himself to share our humanity, your Son, Jesus Christ, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. Chapter 1, verses 3 through 14. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places, just as he chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world, to be holy and blameless before him in love. He destined us for adoption as his children through Jesus Christ, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace that he freely bestowed on us in the Beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace that he lavished on us. With all wisdom and insight he has made known to us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure that he set forth in Christ, as a plan for the fullness of time, to gather up all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In Christ we have also obtained an inheritance, having been destined according to the purpose of him who accomplishes all things, according to his counsel and will, so that we, who were the first to set our hope on Christ, might live for the praise of his glory. In him you also, when you had heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and had believed in him, were marked with the seal of the promised Holy Spirit. This is the pledge of our inheritance toward redemption as God's own people, to the praise of his glory. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Let us pray responsively verses from Psalm 147 with the antiphon. commands to the earth. God's word runs swiftly. God gives snow like wool and scatters frost like ashes and hurls down hail like crumbs. Who can stand against God's cold? God sends out a word and melts them and makes the wind blow and the waters flow. God declares the word to the tribes of Jacob and statutes and ordinances to Israel. God has not dealt thus with any other nation. They do not know God's ordinances. Praise our God. Beloved, rise up in body as you are able, but certainly in heart, for the singing of the Gloria Deo, the reading of the Gospel, and the singing of our Christ according to St. John, chapter 1, verses 1 through 18. Glory to you, O Lord. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came into being through him, and without him not one thing came into being. What has come into being in him was life, and the life was the light of all people. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light, so that all might believe throughout through him. He himself was not the light, but he came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came into being through him. Yet the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, and his own people did not accept him. But to all who received him, who believed in his name, he gave power to become children of God who were born not of blood or of the will of the flesh or of the will of humanity, but of God. And the word became flesh and lived among us, and we have seen his glory, the glory as of a parent's only child and heir, full of grace and truth. John testified to him and cried out, This was he of whom I said, He who comes after me ranks ahead of me because he was before me. From his fullness we have all received grace upon grace. The law indeed was given through Moses. Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God. It is God, the only Son, who is close to the Father's heart, who has made him known. 
the Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Christ. poles under the arms, in a crouch, goggles cleared and cleansed. It is a full moment, a moment of almost pure alertness, a moment, you can see it in his stance, of resolve. What a word. <coughs> Listen for reverberations. We hear highly resolved that these dead shall not have died in vain, that this nation shall have a new birth of freedom. We hear highly resolved. Christmas tide 2010. Oh, we know the peril of the path ahead. We know the incline of the trail. We know the ferocity of the snow and of the ice, and yet we proceed in faith. We recite here at Marsh Chapel to keep us ourselves on our toes, the reality of life about us, poetically put by Shakespeare in his 66th sonnet. Just to be sure, tired with all of these, for restful death I cry, as to behold desert a beggar born, and needy nothing trimmed in jollity, and purest faith unhappily forsworn, and gilded honor shamefully misplaced, and made in virtue rudely strumpeted, and right perfection wrongfully disgraced, and strength by limping sway disabled, and art made tongue-tied by authority, and folly, doctor-like, controlling skill, and simple truth, miscalled simplicity, and captive good attending captain ill. Tired with all of these, from these would I be gone, save that to die I leave my love alone. No, we, we, we know the slope. It's the spirit of resolution Christmas Tide 2010 that carries us forward. What shall we resolve this Christmas Tide? Let us resolve to be there. My friend says, wherever you are, be there. It has a Buddhist, a gnomic quality, does his aphorism. Wherever you are, be 
there, be there, be present. The poetic loveliness of John in the first chapter, this hymn, composed by whomever and appended whenever to the beginning of the gospel, is itself a little Matterhorn. You will remember perhaps seeing or seeing photographs of the Matterhorn. Height, power, ice, beauty. John Calvin writing with such imagery to kindle the mind, wrote of the glory and grandeur of Almighty God. We this week visited, as often we do in the winter, our own nearby mountainous Lake Placid and its beauty and its trails and its loveliness, the starry heavens above and the moral law within, creation and conscience, still us still. In the beauty of such loveliness we gather I and thou. Wherever you are, be there. Now you will have a challenge because the technological tempests of our time are rolling towards you in 2010. I am told that's a happy sermonic locution, meaning I haven't checked it to be sure. I am told that there was a groom recently who interrupted his own wedding vows to reset his status on his social network. I don't need to check it for two reasons. One, I see, as you do, the rising tide of, here's a neologism for the new year, internet action, internet action. I it, I it, I it, I it. When the gospel, grace and truth, is I Thou. The other reason I don't need to check is after 32 years and 600 weddings, I can testify anything can happen, and it will. We promote here a Christian Trinitarian existentialism. Be there, meaning breathe, listen, smile, long, ear, lips, creator, redeemer, sustainer, father, son, spirit. Be there, breathe, listen, smile. Let us resolve to be reconciled. The reading from Ephesians rests on these words, redemption, forgiveness, new life. Be reconciled. This Christmas I saw the remains of an old, now superannuated magazine, katalagata, that is the Greek word meaning be reconciled. This is a season of change and there is a transformative spirit of pardon loose in the universe. You may have somebody with whom you need to katalagata, be reconciled. If so, we offer you some language to begin this year. You might say, either in person or on the phone, hello, we haven't spoken in some time, fill in the amount of time, since that long ago incident, fill in the, and identify the quarrel, but I have a New Year's resolution. I'd like to mend as much fence as I can this year. And I would like to invite you to have lunch with me. As a matter of fact, I heard a sermon on Sunday at Marsh Chapel, fill in, present in the nave, listened on the radio, heard on the internet, read online, in which the preacher encouraged us, katalagata, to be reconciled. Blame it on me, it's fine for the new year. So I'd like to invite you, who knows whether things will change, to come and sit with me. We could talk and eat. Lunch is on me. There is a spirit of reconciliation loose in the universe. Set your sail and go with the flow.
Let us resolve to be real in this new year. Lionel Trilling some years ago wrote an essay about sincerity and authenticity. I believe he was consigning sincerity to the modern period and giving those of us in the late modern or postmodern era the virtue of authenticity. But you know, real human beings are both sincere and authentic. Authentically sincere and sincerely authentic. At a party this week, I met a third grader. She doesn't know me from Adam's house cat, and I didn't learn her name. But she told me that she's required to read for 20 minutes. So, as one of the world's last readers myself, I asked her, what do you read? And she said, I didn't expect it at all. The Bible. And there was something so sincere, authentic, real in the moment. And I thought, what treasured strangeness she will find in law and prophets and writings. What strange treasures she will find in gospel and letters and apocalypse. And if she can stop texting for 20 minutes a day, you can too. Let us be real come 2010. Let us be happy in this coming year. We uh, are descendants of John Wesley who spoke about being happy in God. He said of his Methodist folks that they were poor folks happy in God. Well, we are his descendants and theirs, and we may well enjoy in this coming year the happiness of confidence, not a false cheeriness, but the confidence that is born of obedience, the confidence of a peace that passes understanding. Colin Williams used to say at Yale that the purpose of preaching on Sunday morning is to restore all to the comfort and confidence of God's grace so that then we might go into the world to work and to seek and to do let us be, be happy in the new and the coming year. You know, I realized this year that I have been tight-lipped about the happiness of pastoral ministry. I haven't said enough about the joy of the life of faith, but within that, the happiness of pastoral ministry. There are many forms of ministry. But the joy of birth itself, the joy of the messiness of Christmas Eve and angels and shepherds. I refer you to the novel A Prayer for Owen Meeting. Meany, read just the first third. The craziness of weddings, my colleague used to say about the party following, are you going to the deception? And then he would laugh. The happiness of seeing someone discover the rhythms and disciplines of generosity. The thrill of seeing someone come to one's, come home, come home to one's own most self, and the privilege and honor of being present for difficult decisions, for dilemmas, and in the time of death, to be with people who recognize a dignity in the hour of death and can fa face disappointment with honesty. Friends, this year, this new year and this new decade, let us resolve, and let us resolve to be, be there, to be reconciled, to be real, to be happy as we celebrate at Christmas tide. Heaven cannot hold him, nor earth sustain. Heaven and earth will flee away when he comes to reign. In the bleak midwinter, a stable place sufficed, the Lord God Almighty, Jesus Christ.
Please be seated. It is good to welcome you here on this snowy Christmas season morning. Uh, I hope you'll take a moment to sign in on the red pads at the end of each pew so that we can get to know you better and help you get to know one another better. Special welcome this morning to guest organist Brian Jones, and special thanks to the chapel choir this morning under the direction of assistant conductor Timothy Westerhouse. Our regular schedule of activities begins again during the week of January 11th, but this current week, uh, students are still on winter break, and so the chapel offices will be open from 9 to 4.30. And uh, keep an eye to the chapel website for upcoming activities and events and for the opportunity for online giving. Now walk in love as Christ loves us, an offering and sacrifice to God.
we give thee but thine own, whate'er the gift may be. All that we have is thine alone, a trust, O God, from thee. Bless and multiply these gifts, O God, that the giving may become receiving, and that the receiving may become giving. We pray in the name of Jesus Christ and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Christ our Lord invites to his table all who love him, who earnestly repent of sin and seek to live in peace with one another. Therefore, let us confess our sin before God and one another. Merciful God, we confess that we have not loved you with our whole heart. We have failed to be an obedient church. We have not done your will. We have broken your law. We have rebelled against your love. We have not loved our neighbors, and we have not heard the cry of the needy. Forgive us, we pray. Free us for joyful obedience. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Hear the good news. Christ died for us while we were yet sinners. That proves God's love toward us. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. In the name of Jesus Christ, you are forgiven. Glory to God. Amen. The peace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you always and also with you. Let us extend signs of peace to one another. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts, lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right to give our thanks and praise. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Almighty God, creator of heaven and earth. Before the mountains were brought forth or you had formed the earth, from everlasting to everlasting, you alone are God. You created light out of darkness and brought forth light on the earth. You formed us in your image and breathed into us the breath of life. When we turned away and our love failed, your love remained steadfast. You delivered us from captivity, made covenant to be our sovereign God, and spoke to us through your prophets. And so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, Blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ, in whom you have revealed yourself, our light and our salvation. You sent angels and a star to guide the first witnesses to where the Christ was born. And in your signs and witnesses in every age and through all the world, you have led your people from far places to his light. By the baptism of his suffering, death, and resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. On the night in which he was betrayed, he took bread, gave thanks to you, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was ended, he took the cup, gave thanks to you, gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so in remembrance of these your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ's offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith.
Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine. Make them be for us the body and blood of Christ, that we may be for the world the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your Spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world, until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your Son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, almighty God, now and forever. Amen. And now with the confidence of children of God, let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us your peace.
May we pray. Eternal God, we give you thanks for this holy mystery in which you have given yourself to us. Grant that we may go into the world in the strength of your spirit to give ourselves for others. In the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. is still, and the star in the sky is gone, and the kings and princes are home, and the shepherds are back with their flocks, then the work of Christmas begins, to find the lost, to heal the broken, to feed the hungry, to rebuild the nations, to make peace among brothers and sisters, to make music in the heart. Christmas blessings, one and all. 